We don't. Well, we got to do an intro. You got to have an intro, bro. Oh, about bro. And most of our intros are talking about having intros, so let's not do that again. That, that I think we did have a like the last episode was it about intros. The almost famous intro. one was really funny, but. Well, toot to their own that, horn a little more. That That's the one where you where we both kept interrupting Brad when you tried to kick off the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was really Hi, you doggy. dirty dog. Hi doggy. Oh my doggy. An animal wants to get out on this action. <laughs> oh baby. Pause. Pause for dog. A oh, dog's oh, pause. Hold on. Oh, you did it. You oh. Oh, you want these? Uh, what are these? Potato salt chips. And, sea salt and vinegar. She's a salty dog. Oh, wow. Got it. How are you hitting these before? Brad, I Brad stop it. Got <laughs> That's it. That's not me this time. <laughs> Brad, That's stop Andy. lying. <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast we try to remember what happened in a movie we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. So there's they get covered in honey, and, and then they're shrunk. No, the clothes <laughs> shrink because they're not meant to. Honey, we shrunk our clothes. So how does this movie open? Is it like a cartoon? Does it have a cartoon? Is it a cartoon opening? Maybe. I don't think it like does. an like a like a quick you know little thing happening. I think it's I think it starts no off like it, it starts off with like a montage of here we go the kids setting up mowing the lawn with the remote, remote control lawnmower. Mower. Yep. Oh yeah, and as a neighbor, right? It's not like the kid. I think it, it, well, it's a no. kid, but it's not like he's like the paid. He's yeah. the paid mower. Yes, he is. He's, he's just the... like a kid in the neighborhood. He's not like one of the central kid characters. He's just someone the dad like or the family pays to mow their lawn. Yeah, he's but the local kid but, who's paid. But, but Rick Moranis' son has invented the remote control lawnmower, and he he wants to use it or something, oh, right? Doesn't like that oh. kid like oh, I want to use the lawnmower. Can I use the lawnmower today? And like he's paying the little kid. Like, oh, maybe the little um, kid's like, oh, you got to go mow the lawn. And he's like, oh, I guess I have to. And then he gets paid by the neighbor boy. I, I don't know if these things happen. I didn't, this is I all a lie, Brad. It's all a lie. Because it, it comes up later where he starts the lawnmower. He starts the remote control lawnmower. Because there's a scene at the end of the movie where that lawnmower gets out of control and that little kid starts it. And yeah. then Rick Moranis comes out screaming, like, what are you doing? Maybe maybe it's like the what the Rick Moranis' kid is showing this kid how to use it in the beginning. So then later the kid comes in and uses it all on his own. Yes, I believe that's what happens. But I do think Rick Moranis' this might kid be wrong. Is, is scamming him. It's like oh, it's so fun that he wants to use it. Okay. So I I think we get a montage of like all the characters and what they're doing. Oh, like opening. maybe yeah, like a whole like everyone we has go like the Rube, house because he's an inventor. Yeah, we go through and see all these like Rube Goldberg esque machines making yeah, things. I, I, uh, I like it that. Starts in the very beginning, like the first shot is probably the the shrinking device or something like that. Like hmm. him tinkering with it. Yeah, maybe like a kid. No, I, I think maybe like a son or something like that goes up up to the attic to grab something or and we get like. I know Rick Moranis tries to use it and it? it doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's what he tries to. No, he tries to shrink the sofa. Yes. Maybe. He try. He does try to. He shrink tries the to sofa. shrink the sofa and it doesn't work. 
I thought he tried to shrink something else because I thought what made him remember that or lead him to think that the shrinking machine worked is that when he sees the small sofa, he goes to sit on it and it's not there. Yes. No, that that does happen. Well, he tries to shrink the sofa. Okay. It fails. And then later... He, he sits on the he, sofa. He not no, he see yeah, he sees that the sofa's go, like gone. He looks down and he sees a tiny sofa. Okay, I think okay. that's when he realizes what happens. What, what was so this later. Rube Goldberg thing that you're talking about? Because that that sounds Rube Goldberg machine is just like unnecessarily complex. Yeah, like Pee Wee Herman. Well, no, style. no, no, I, I know but, what it is, but like, oh, I feel just, like have you, ever, have you ever played the uh, mouse trap, yes. Andy? It's like just, mouse trap. Just the idea that <laughs> he's well, got. No, I don't. Want, I don't. Want so Andy, there's a, there was a guy named Rube Goldberg. So oh, there's yeah, this yeah. thing called rhubarb pie. I'm gonna quit this podcast. Jeez. Now, uh, the idea just being that because he's an inventor, he's invented all these sort of, like, unnecessary gadgets to do things in the house. So, like, he has, like, a robot to make toast, even though toasters exist. No, no, but what is a Rube Goldberg? So there's a guy named Rube Goldberg. He's that guy in Mighty Ducks who plays the goalie? Yeah. Goldberg. (laughs) Easily scammed, so he's a Rube. But isn't the the little kid is is trying to live in his dad's shadow? He's almost a genius just like him, right? So Rick Moranis has two kids. Yeah. Uh, a hunky older one. And no, the, the no, nerdy no, 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 no. Does he have a he daughter? A, he has a son? daughter. Yeah. He's got the daughter. He's got a daughter. And a nerdy son. And a nerdy okay. son, yeah. I get you. The neighbor has... The hunky guy. And a nerdy son. Or but, and, no, a and a younger... Son. And a sporty son. Yeah. yeah. So that, and that's the dynamic. Yes. So maybe we see like the girl like not being able to make her toast properly or something. Or, uh, or he gets ruined know. by one of his inventions. Yeah. She's, she's doing something. Um, dry her hair and she's doing like early things sure doesn't rick moranis like go to some convention or something like that or he I does he some presentation yeah. yeah at work i think he has to go to work to do something it could be he has a presentation like right in the beginning okay i think he's trying to pitch his shrinking ray idea yeah mm. shrink ray i don't know what application it has maybe to sneak money i mean maybe if you can blow things back up then maybe it'd be great for shipping things yeah, you can you shrink could, them down oh, and ship yeah. a bunch of stuff and you then blow back you up. save a lot of money in the yeah. why haven't they looked into this further right right that's, get this on a good this point yeah BTS. i mean this movie rick came moranis, out how long ago rick moranis was thinking about this a long he, time ago he was on it but then but then he, he you know but i think they're like they want proof and he just doesn't have it yet he's like i can't there's some kinks i still need to work out okay also what is his character's name that is a good question. Mm. I kept thinking it was Ray Zelinsky, and I was trying to think of it all day that today. That sounds But that sounds good. like Dan Aykroyd's character from Tommy Boy. I think he plays... No. No, wait. No. Zelinsky sounds Zelinsky good. Zelinsky does sound right. Ray Zelinsky? Uh, that's the guy from Tommy Boy. That's... What a, uh, okay. That's Dan Aykroyd's character from Tommy Boy. Zelinsky Auto Parts. What about Ed? Or Ted? Mm-hmm. Ted Zel... Oh, God. Wait a second. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the Unabomber. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski. Oh boy. Uh, and his, oh and God. His, he's like a Russian painter, right? Oh Kavinsky. That's a Kavinsky joke. I don't know if gonna get that. Um, well, you explained it though. Yeah, very that's, well. That's a, that's a pretty good job. So the sporty. So do they, wait, do the kids go to school? No. no um, they're like, like day off they're on. No, they're like, like summer, summer break, break or something. Because know? that's because the neighbors, the uh, they're going on like a fishing trip. They're going on a, a fishing trip. camping trip. Uh-huh. And there's actually like a camper and everything set up. So the um the 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 couple that lives next door, they're just like the neighbors next door don't really like the Zelinskis or they're too loud or something. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like these dogs and cats behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Visual joke for a podcast. <laughs> Classic. Luna, stop. 
when do we get to the baseball going through the window to start the machine? Is it I, it's, still a little I ways feel like away? It's pretty early, I thought. Because they got to get It is very early. early. Um, <clears throat> yeah, ball through the window. Is it the, from the neighbor's yard, or were they playing in their own backyard and with the neighbor's kids? I think he was goofing around, and like his dad kept saying, don't do that, oh. or it's going to be trouble, and he didn't take his word for it, and he hits the ball. Like the, the, maybe he's even done the it a neighbors, few times. The neighbors did this, right? Yeah. And like maybe Rick Moranis comes over and be like, hey, you got to tell your kid to stop hitting the balls and doing that thing, but mm, maybe that I maybe don't know. Care. I don't know. But the, a ball does crash through the attic window yeah. and blocks like a laser. And it that's hits, what it hits the, the laser, machine. turns hits, the laser so on. The, yeah, yes. the laser's in, in an attic. And also, Rick Moranis' kid is there with the sporty kid from the other mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Because they get shrunk first. Yeah, and they they go up, up to the attic to get the baseball. Uh-huh. But why are all four of them going to get the baseball? I think okay. they get, do they all get shrunk at the same time? I thought it was the two kid, two at a time. I think two think kids, so? yeah, the two kids get shrunk, and then the other two go looking for them and get shrunk too. Yeah, and they're trying to get their attention to, you know, we're down here, you can't see us, and like, oh, you guys better, because I think maybe like the older kid wanted to like find like a makeout spot or just wanted to hang out with the girl. Oh, maybe, you yeah, know. trying to get her to, alone to, to make out. Yeah, because the older something. girl doesn't really like him, plus he's like, he. I think he's like two, three years younger. He's than... wearing so much makeup in this movie. <laughs> I, I can remember his like big schnazzy makeup face. But they get shrunk like right before the camping trip, too, because the camping trip can't ends up like not happening. Yeah, the dad thinks like, everyone's late or something like that. or Yeah, or like they, they just ran away or something like that. Mm. He like doesn't know. Right, yeah. I think he maybe yells at his son, <clears throat> and he thinks that he ran away because there's a there's a big moment where that dad connects with his son again yeah mm-hmm. and he's like i didn't mean to yell at you or whatever and it's all one under the bridge by the end of the film but okay yeah but yeah they do they all all four end up shrunk do they sit on the couch or something like that and, and get shrunk like... no the machine is just randomly shooting okay as, mm-hmm. it, as the, so the, you... the baseball hit it turned it on and then it's just like malfunctioning and it's like shooting off at it Okay. Whatever intervals are. Gonna so you be think like two of them went in to get the baseball, they got shrunk, and then two others went to look for them and they got shrunk. Okay. Yeah. So now they're shrunk. So now they're shrunk, and so, and that's the credits. And now <laughs> and then Rick Moranis comes home and sees that the window's broken, and then sweeps them up, puts them in the trash oh, can. Oh, he does sweep mm-hmm. them up and takes them out to the. Oh, that's. I was wondering how the they outside. got from the attic to outside. I thought it was with the dog, but I'm completely mistaken yeah there is something with the there dog. is something with the dog but that's w- but you're later. right it is they, they do get swept up yep because it's a big giant everything oh say let's go talk about this film for a little bit so everyone's really small but everything around them is just built to scale so yeah. if there's a piece of like a leaf or a grass it's like a, just a giant realistic it's a real thing it's mm-hmm. not there's no cg in this movie. yeah it's all just really sweet sets mm-hmm. that are yeah. gigantic really cool it sets. looks like so much fun <laughs> they had they had a I, park in nickelodeon that was just this set yep it's like i wanted to go there so bad that'd be amazing um, i love some of the grass later on and the dirt mm-hmm. with it because you could tell it looks kind of more like foam in a way <laughs> yeah. it's kind of fun but yeah they get swept up and i like they definitely i remember them like falling through like the black plastic garbage bag yep they, um, they cut their way out or they, yep somehow. cut their way out when they get outside mm-hmm. and then they see that the house is so far away because they just had, they had to get across like yeah. the whole backyard, and that's like impossible at their size. Were, so were they like thrown into a garbage can yep. or something? Yep. Okay. Yep. And, then, and the garbage can is just in the back of the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Rick Moranis takes it out. 
Oh. And I think maybe, ooh, maybe in the beginning of the film, he was telling the kids, you got to take this trash out. Oh. Like, then he take sweeps the trash it up out, and be like, kids. oh, they didn't do it, so I got to do it now. Yep. And then he takes it all the way out to the end. Okay. Um, when do they meet the ant? Is that early or is that later? The I think ant? that's a little late. There's a giant oh, ant in this movie. Oh, oh, oh. The A-U-N-T. Okay. Is yeah. what Andy thought you were saying. <laughs> well, only only because we've skipped that there's a mom in this movie, too. Well, someone's got to say, someone's got to be the honey of, of the honey I shrunk the kids. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's got to be a honey in there. Well, let's start talking about the honey. She's in the main title. <laughs> um, Talk about the honeys. Rick Moranis comes home from work. He doesn't see the kids anywhere. I think before all the ant stuff, he does find out that they were shrunk. Well, he sees that couch and he puts it together. Okay, so he sees the couch, and he, I don't think he, he sees the baseball. Yes, but he, yeah, he okay, I think his so connection think... is simply that the machine works, not that the kids got shrunk. Oh, yeah. I think he's just he just I gets excited because he's like, oh, my God, it actually worked. No, but I think he has, like, a quick turnaround where he's like, okay, it works, but also there's a baseball here. There has to be... There's s- a broken window. There has to be another clue. I think he's, like, putting it all together. That leads him to realize the kids have been Oh, wrong. maybe. He, fi- he finds, like, one of the kids' shoes or something. Like, Yeah, he finds, like... Happens. Yeah, he finds some clue, some little item that the kids wore. A baseball hat? Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe there's, like, a hat up in the attic, and he's like, hmm, maybe they were up here. I don't know. <laughs> as far as I can get. Cause he, well, but he doesn't piece that together until the lawn is being cut a second time? Yeah, well, they're almost like halfway across the grass when that little kid, that snotty kid from the beginning, wants to use the lawnmower yeah. while they're in there. And that's a scary scene. I'm being real scared by that lawnmower. <laughs> it is oh, scary. Man, it's frightening. Yeah, when it's like it's sucking chopping, them up. Oh my up. gosh, yeah. I think okay. about, I actually think about that scene every time I mow my lawn. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, what do, if there's little kids? Do you look down to see kids? if you have any shrunken kids in your lawn? Oh, that's just too it? much lawn for that. I'm like, oh, it's too bad for them. <laughs> do you have a shrink ray in your attic? No one's supposed to know, but now the whole podcast does. Oh, you just admitted to it to our, all our millions of listeners. So some of the hijinks that happen while they're in the lawn: the nerdy kid falls into a flower and gets attacked by a bumblebee. Yep. Doesn't that happen? I believe. Yeah. It yeah. Comes together from pollen, just a big bee. Yeah. And it, does it pick him up? He does, oh, yeah. He it rides like, the bee. It vibrates, and he like he gets onto the bee, and then the bee starts flying around, like trying yeah. to get him off. That, that happens. He falls, it does yeah, because I think he falls and off he and like separated. rides down like a blade of grass. He falls into a oh, bunch of he, pollen and stuff. Yep. And... He, yeah, that's right. He falls because the yeah he's covered in pollen, so he the falls bee into like him. a puddle, right? Like they're mud. He's like really muddy at some point. Yeah. Right. Um, they find a Lego. <laughs> they find an Oreo. That's like the big. Yes. They, or no? Is it an Oreo? I think it's a moon pie. Okay. I think it's a moon pie specifically. Okay. We'll see. Maybe that's why I liked moon pies so much as a kid because of this film. I'm pretty sure it's a moon They're pie. They're 25 cents at the bottom <laughs> bottom uh, shelf of a gas station. But they do find Ooh. that. So they like... Up, they there right now. You can go to the neighborhood gas station. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so they do... They befriend an ant. With the moon pie, don't they? Like, yes. break a piece of it off? And, and then use it as, like, they put it on, like, a stick and... They ride so, it like a horse. Okay, yep. so this is this is kind of, like, we're, we're, we're missing a couple things. So the yeah. reason why they fall into a puddle is because the sprinkler system turns on. Oh, yeah. Sprinkler oh, system boy. And the water droplets are, yeah. like, huge. It ends up flooding everything, so they hide inside the Lego to get away from... Yes, the, the water. The, the rain or the water. This movie um, sounds so good. There's really, so many hazards really excited. that could happen in a lawn. Yeah. And this movie just hits all of them, right? 
And the entire time, the main daughter is having the worst time yep. ever. Yep. Yeah. The rest of them are like, let's just like get back to the house. Let's figure it out. She's like, I broke a nail or... Yeah, she's, she's like having a fussy. Yeah, she no, she was supposed around. to go on a date. I think. Oh, oh and she's complaining about it the whole time. She was supposed to go on a date. I was supposed to go out with Carl or Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's gonna be late. Chaz was supposed to be here. Ooh, Chaz, Chaz. <laughs> you don't want to go out with Chaz. Oh, and the older brother's like, oh, you don't want to go out with him anyway, or whatever. Because he, he's classic. Pining, he's pining for her the whole movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like just having a miserable time, and then. Sporty Kid is also complaining a lot, too, right? I think his brother's, like, picking on him most of the movie. Maybe. Yeah, I can I remember. I, yeah. Maybe he's, like, he keeps blowing up his blowing up a spot with a girl, maybe. I, or he's, like, saying embarrassing things in front of her about him. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, you never change your underwear on, you know, Saturdays. <laughs> Ooh, then, got him. And then the girl's like, ooh. And he's like, why'd you say that, twerp? I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a, a, a purple purple. <laughs> I just want to watch Brad's version of this movie. <laughs> then they they do eventually get to the ant. They take a piece of cookie. They find the ant the at pie. they find the ant oh, at pie. the moon pie, and yes. that's when they realize, hey, we can like well, use the ant. They're afraid of it at first. It's, yes. it's a scary villain in the beginning. Oh yeah, like, right. When you see it's it, it's a gross. And then they realize. Ant. Then they realize, yeah, it just wants then it's to like eat the, the best cookie, and they're ever. like, oh, these great, and so yeah. they become best buds, and they, they ride it to the Lego. They use it as a dr- as like a drone, basically. It's like yeah. It's like you're just gonna follow this one thing, follow mm-hmm. this little moon yep. pie, they put and a moon lead pie us all the way back on the end of a stick and lead it. Every time they stop, they give them a little piece at least. Yeah. But yeah, they get to a Lego and they have to like spend the night in the Lego. The, I, I remember loving that ant because it's like oh yeah, oh you get really like attached to that ant at times. Yep. it's like they it's make, adorable. They make their best friend. They make this horrifying giant insect into like a really adorable thing, like. I, when I was a kid, I watched this movie, and I'd definitely already seen the movie Them, which is all about giant ant killing everyone. So I was like, no, don't fall for it. <laughs> Kill them. There's another crazy, obscure movie I'm going to reference called The Apple Gates, or Meet the Apple Gates, and it's about a bunch of alien ants that take that are in people's bodies. Ooh. But there's it stars Ed Bigley Jr. <laughs> what? And he is one of the Apple Gates, and they're, they're all like a family of ant people. So... Random, random ant movie knowledge. Um, <laughs> throw it in there. There's um, also the movie Ants. Yep, and Ant Man. Oh yeah, Ant Man. That one movie with with uh, the one guy. Uh, <laughs> so so they're, they're trucking along at a pretty good pace now that they got this ant. Right? Yeah, they get they're like halfway good. across the yard. I it's, feel like yeah. to the Lego until they meet up with the scorpion. And that's after they spend the night in the Lego. They wake up and the scorpion is attacking them. Like when they oh, wake up. Boy. Oh, and. Because I remember them, like, they're, like, running back into the Lego, and it's pincers, like, get, trying to get them. And I was like, oh, That's, my God, this is really all my scary. nightmares. All my no. nightmares. Like, it was terrifying. <laughs> I forget what happens. The ant, like, defends as they get to run away, but the ant ends up dying. Yeah, yeah the ant gets... The scorpion kills the yeah. ant. The Super ant sad. drives the scorpion away, but in the process gets... Stabbed by the scorpion and dies. And, and there's a super sad moment. They're all, like, with the ant Yeah, and the, dying. they're all, like, we're here with you, auntie. Oh, jeez, that's really sad. Oh, it's going to be real it's sad. It's so sad. I'm not looking forward to seeing that part. Yeah. Well, it's gotta, they got to just drag you down at some point. Yep. But then, okay, so I, I don't know what comes first, the, the kid mowing the lawn or the ant stuff. 
I think the Moe happens first. You think so? Yeah, that'd be yeah. my... Well, I don't know, because... I think because... the Moe and the Bumblebee happen No, well, because during the mowing is when Rick Moranis realizes what has happened to the kids, and... Yes. Like... Or maybe it's even before it, because there's the scene that, like, they no, no, build... No, no, no. They, they use, like, the thing in the backyard to look through the grass for the kids. You're totally right. It does happen when the kid's mowing, because yeah. I remember he runs up to the kid, he runs and he out tells to him, tell him to, to stop. stop. But I feel like no, this happens like after the ant dies is when the mower starts because it's in the morning, oh, okay. the next day, and they wake up and hear the mower going, and, oh, and that's yeah. when he's like, "Oh right. God, he doesn't know that our kids are in our backyard somewhere." Right, and so this okay, let's jump back a second because the mom um, ends up coming home and Rick Moranis has to confess. Yeah. He's and he honey, shrunk I, the, honey, I shrunk the kid because he's in yes. that like crazy hammock thing with the like the magnifiers like going through the grass. I remember him hanging off the side of the fence. Yep. Sort of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's on like he's a teeter-totter the thing. Oh, okay. There is, right in the beginning, he doesn't want to step on the lawn, yeah, so yeah, he does yeah. like climb the fence to the backyard I to see. like get back there. He's Yeah, he's got a big magnifying glass and mm-hmm. he's just like trying to peek in and see. And then later, I know because there is later both him and his wife are in the, the hammock thing. He's like rotating and looking and the neighbor comes, like just comes out and sees them doing it. So they're like, hey, and he's just like weirdos so like goes inside I'm guessing right before the kids are about to get mulched up rick moranis stops it yes yes because yeah. they're yeah they're about to get sucked into like you said sucked into the, the lawnmower so he stops him and he, and he freaks that little kid out like what are you doing you don't you don't realize that you mm-hmm. could have done this and he's like I just he's like i'm sorry i was just mowing lawns yeah that kid leaves he starts looking through the grass with his wife i did they ever call the police at any point no, and report them missing no. Uh, they or do. Like that was a threat. They do eventually tell the neighbors yes. that because they're the kids are also shrunk, and the neighbors don't believe him at first. And then like the dad gets all mad. He's like, "How could you be so irresponsible? You have a shrink ray for God's sakes!" And there's a moment where that dad wants to get shrunk to look for his kids, isn't there? Yeah, like I think you're happens? right. He's like, "You're right. You gotta shrink me." Yeah, and yeah, they convince him not to. I think I forget why he does or doesn't get shrunk. I think he gets shrunk. Doesn't the machine like malfunction or something like that? It stops working again for a moment. I don't know. I think it's working. I feel like they just talk him down. They're like, no, it's not going to help anyone if you get shrunk too. I think they shrink him. No, I I don't think they do. I don't know. Well, this will be. Write it down. We're going to come back to it. We'll find out which of you is right and which one of you is wrong. (laughs) And that guy is also in the Dawn of the Dead remake, and he's one of the first guys to die in that. You're right. Remember that? Yep. Remember that. That's the only other thing I can remember. About. <laughs> yeah, I can picture his face. I just, yeah. I can picture all of them except the except Rick Moranis' wife. So, does that guy have a wife? Does the, he does. He's yeah. wearing a baseball hat. Yeah, I that being a yep. thing. No, he definitely. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's like wearing a fisherman hat or something like that. Yeah, I don't like old elder like men hats. That's, that's a thing <laughs> it's definitely like a trucker wear. hat with like not a fan. Even that weird like I don't know what it is, but it has that weird like little like string that goes across the front. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That thing is weird, but I'm pretty sure he's got a red, like, make America great again type hat (laughs) with that little string thing on there. So they eventually get to the house from the backyard. Yes, and and they have to encounter the dog. Rick Moranis does not find them, I don't think, when they're looking through the grass. He doesn't find them until the little kid gets in the Cheerios. Yes, the Cheerios is when they finally get there. Mm. Um, But I think there's still some stuff that happens inside of the house with the dog and some other things. I think, yeah, because they... Did you already say... You must have just said this. They ride the dog back into the house. I think they do, yeah. I I didn't say that, but that sounds plausible. 
I think they ride the dog back into the house. And the dog tries to get into the cereal, and that's I when the kid like, falls off the dog and falls into the cereal. And I think the dog, like, literally, like, notices them. Like, yeah. I think you're right. Them. Yeah, okay. the dog's like, oh, hey, what's up, they, guys? They smell like yep. one almost gets sucked into the nose or something. Yeah. And they're, like, trying to get its attention. Maybe it can hear them. I don't know, because dogs oh, have yeah, pretty maybe. good hearing. Um, but, yeah, so one kid, the dog goes up on the table. I think that's trying to get Rick Aranis' attention. He just thinks it's trying to eat his breakfast. And so he's like, get out of here. Shoe dog. And then the get kid falls into the cereal, and he does, like, the, the, the spoon. Yes, the ominous spoon shot. Yeah, the giant Cheerio that the kid's using. And as the air. kid's like, oh no, don't eat me. And that's finally when he realizes it and gets yeah. the hilarious magnifying glass. And he's like, oh, it's a kid. And then he sees them all. And um, takes them... What upstairs to takes the them back up to, and then to reverse the effects? Yeah, I don't know if the shrink ray just has a switch or if he has to like figure out how to switch them back. But he has to reverse the switch. You, do they have a reverse to, switch? I, yeah. Do they, does he try it and it doesn't work and then he realizes the baseball has to be in the same place and puts the baseball back? No. You don't think that sounds so? a little intricate. Because the baseball like is the reason that machine works. I would guess maybe he gets frustrated with it not working and then smacks it to get it to work. But I wouldn't maybe he okay the baseball. But again. but yeah. But um, I was curious if the baseball ever came full circle because we don't really have the storyline for uh, the the kid, the neighbor's kid, the youngest kid on that side, the dweeby brother kid. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not really sure. I don't remember like, what I don't happens. Know, yeah. I mean, by the end of the movie, they're all kind of like buddies together. Yeah, they, like, they, they, they all hate each other. They've been through some life or death situations, so they're the friends for life. <laughs> and I think maybe some of them like save each other's lives mm. as the journey goes on. Yeah, probably. But they've learned. Uh, they've probably overcome some, you know, differences. They've probably broken down We've some barriers. We've all learned a little things. And... They learned a little. They lived <laughs> a little. They loved a little. And and they even laughed a little. Yeah. And. They get blown back up, and they realize they do love their parents, and it's fine to go camping. Big old group hug. And the uh, older siblings get together, I think. I think they have a little smooch. And they're all like, hey, we're every, now everyone out of this they? attic, so or we can... Or, like, their date's here, and he's like, she turns him down, and then wants to go out with the other guy instead. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think that happens. I think sounds, she does think end up smooching good. up with the uh, Yeah, that the, sounds good, though. The main I believe it. guy. Does the neighbor also have a wife? Yes. Yes. It's two couples, yeah. And she, does she help? Or she's nagging the whole time. She's, <laughs> she's just. I hate worried. to say it, but yeah, I she, think I don't she's know, just she, nagging I don't know if a she's lot nagging, of the time. But she's or... worried. I mean, she's definitely worried yeah. about it. I remember the neighbor dad is kind of a funny character. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's both an asshole, but he's like kind of like an idiot at the same time. It, it almost makes me think of uh, Goof and um, Pete. Pete. Like where Pete's like yeah. the outdoors, you're like, oh, I gotta do it like this. I'm the the tough guy dad, and then Rick Moranis is the nerdy like goofy dad. I buy it. Yeah. So this whole event brings them all back together. <laughs> it does. It repairs the families, and they all learn to love each other for at least a week, probably. Yeah, until the honey, I blew up the kid, and honey, we shrunk ourselves. <laughs> uh oh. And honey, I shrunk yourself. The TV show come out. And honey, I shrunk the audience. The Disney World attraction. I love that. I was. Yeah. I, oh man, I thought they, that was. Amazing. They no longer have that ride. No, I don't think it's they like do. It's like a Shrek yeah. thing. I think. Now, yeah. Well, like forget that. Or uh, Bugs Life, I think. Maybe Bugs Life. I think it turned into Bugs. But Life. it was really fun to get shrunk. Yep. As an audience member. It was really cool. Get misted in the face. It's, it's 4D right 4D, there, baby. All right, I think that's it. We ready to watch this? I'm ready to go. Oh, let's, let's do it. Do so join us. And... <laughs>
in part two when we figure out what we got right, what we got wrong, and what we missed entirely. I'm going to add that little caveat yeah. to what we're saying. because that I'm sure there's plenty. Too. Yeah. I just want to use this time to shout out Sketchy Nonsense. They were on our last episode. Check that out. And just check out their podcast. You can find them everywhere. iTunes, SoundCloud, Sketchy Nonsense. They're great guys. I'm a little bit biased, but I also really like the podcast. Thanks. Look, I'm positive about this, okay? The machine shrunk our kids. You're the one who needs to shrink Zelensky. You are a nutcase. And I'll tell you something. I have got an air hammer in my attic. And if you did do something to my kids, there's going to be pieces of you all over the neighborhood. Come on, honey. I think that went well. I think we should have them over more often. Oh, Brad. Oh, you gotta work in. Never mind, I can't yell at you. When you meant all oh, Brad, you meant oh, Brad. Welcome back to part two. We watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And it was shrinking amazing. Hold on, let me do that again. Welcome back to the Honey, I Shrunk the Podcast. We watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Shrugcast 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Who's leading in the shrug polls? <laughs> The Zelensky's are, <laughs> which is correct. It was, what, Wayne, Wayne Zelensky? Zelensky? I don't think we got Wayne the first Zelensky. name. No, we didn't get it. No, but no, no, no. it was Zelensky. Yeah, it's on his mailbox and everything. I think it's the same auto parts guy. I think it's Dan Aykroyd's character's name and Zelensky Auto Parts. Maybe it's part of the same family. Maybe it's They're Zelensky. relatives. Maybe they're relatives. It's hard to tell. It's all relative. It starts with an animated intro, I called it. It does. A really good one that I forgot oh, about yeah. until the second it started, and then I remembered how awesome two, the title two sequence Two little kids is. getting crushed by the names of the people in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's such a cool title thing. sequence. Perfect. Good mise-en-scene. <laughs> That is not what that means. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Uh, we didn't get that there was a divorce subtext between the parents. Yeah, the, not really the, a divorce. They like yes. well, they oh, said yeah. yeah, they said they had a fight the night before, uh-huh. and the mom had stayed at her at their grandmother's. Yeah. Does that mean divorce? Well, yeah, well, I mean, lied, I would and say. that's the point of that's like where when like she calls and like dad, they're mom's on the phone. He's like, oh, I want to talk to her. And then like they're sitting on the steps talking about it, and she's he, they're both like, let's get this marriage back on track. Yeah, but that happen doesn't that happen because he's trying to pursue his dreams of the shrink shrink ray dreams? I don't know. Basically, she was like, it's never gonna work, Wayne. This marriage and your machine, and then the machine works. So she's like, hey, maybe anything can work. Hey, now. if A equals hey. B, and then B equals hey, C. She, or she was like, oh, he's gonna be C. rich now because he's built a shrink ray. I need to stay on this gravy train. Yeah, and the gravy train ends with them having a turkey. Yeah, it, covered it in does. Gravy at the end of the movie. Ooh, so talking done. about French class. Good wow. pull there, Brett. Twirl it around. They literally stole the music from Pee Wee's Playhouse, mm-hmm. but but it was just the song Powerhouse. Yeah, it's a part of a song. Yeah, yeah that's the music that plays like the the busybody working song that's in mm-hmm. a lot of animated cartoons. Mm-hmm. A- Andy, what does that sound like? That song plays quite a few times throughout the film. <laughs> but that, that's not specifically the Pee Wee song, but how it starts, or there's another song that has it. Yeah, and there's kind of like a... And <laughs> it sounds similar. This is the uh, What We Heard podcast, where, uh, where we beatbox all your favorite songs back to you. <laughs> these are all real. 
Uh, he blows up an <laughs> apple. That's what his first test yeah, subject is. He doesn't blow up the couch. He does find the couch It doesn't later. work. So, yeah, he's when he tests it, it blows things up is all it does, which I still feel like has plenty of applications. Sell that yeah. to the military. You can destroy like, apples like Yeah, that, you can man. blow shit up with this laser. I don't think he would be selling blown up apples to the military, Andy. No. <laughs> he would make, he even makes a joke about it being applesauce. You sell it to the applesauce company. You sell it to, yeah. There, yeah, you, go. there you go. <laughs> Call Mods <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> Hey, Mats, we got something you got here. Uh, he does have to go to a conference, and he just gets bullied by like, yeah, everyone in the conference. Yeah. He's the, all this and great and that one dude was like the ringleader of bullying him. Like One guy's like oh, looking at everyone else like, look at this dork up on the yeah. stage. Hey, Zelensky, why don't you get some smarts? Uh, the only thing that you're going like, to make smaller is this audience. Oh, my God. I don't know about the rest of you idiots, but I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I feel like they were like, I, I feel like there was supposed to be more backstory of like how this guy's been like ruining Zelensky's life for forever and his life. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like, a, he's, a, he's essentially uh, Professor Farnsworth's nemesis. Yeah, Wernstrom. Wernstrom. I feel like that's like the whole idea. <laughs> it like they is. stole it from this, from this uh, oh, man. little scene here. Um, there, there was a dance scene. The girl does. Yeah, girl dancing do, in the kitchen with the mop, and the dance. eldest son of the other family, like, ooh. And then ooh. the dad sees this son. He's like, oh boy, he, uh, well. He's got a big case of the not gays. <laughs> yeah, so. I was to say, at least he's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> we all also have to, like, flat out acknowledge that the, the neighbor dad is, like, the funniest character. He is oh, so wow. good. Oh, my gosh. I would argue who outshines Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he's, he's, like, my favorite character in this whole movie. He was. Every every second every he's second he's on screen he's good. on and he's really good yeah yeah in a way he's doing I, little tiny things all over the place mm-hmm. yeah Rick Moranis just kind of plays like the straight guy of the he movie. does kind of in a way I mean he's like, like a I'm, nerdy straight guy but yeah, he's he doesn't, yeah he doesn't have enough he's like eccentric enough. in like in the whole like oh he like built the hammock contraption and like he's a scientist guy and he wears the goofy hat with his stuff but yeah his character really isn't that crazy he's just sort of like oh well, let's do that. He doesn't have much in the <laughs> film to do either. He's just kind of like hanging out in the backyard and the upstairs. Just, yeah. I yeah. I mean, the other dad it's has so much going the... on because he's like packing for the camping trip and he's trying to get his sons to go. And then he's trying to like, he's figuring out what happened with his sons the whole time. Yeah, he's and... actually trying to connect back with his kids. But Rick Moranis' kids already love him. So yeah. what does it matter? Mm-hmm. It's hard uh, to say. He's only dealing with his wife, I guess. It's more about the journey of the kids in a way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like they seem, they're more central to the movie. Well, yeah, well, and it's a yeah. it's a movie for kids, so you know it's yeah. supposed to be for them. But... through them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he breaks his machine. He smashes it intentionally. Yeah, he gets that. mad because it he he feels like it'll never be a success, and just smashes it up. Yeah, and they get to watch thing. him smash it up right when from they got their shrunk, being so shrunk on the floor. It just adds insult to injury that they're never gonna get back to being mm-hmm. big again. Which I will say wasn't like a huge major problem because he does just end up fixing it in one scene. He's just oh, yeah. like, oh yeah, and it's fi- fixed. Oh, overnight, he puts it <laughs> yeah, he just, he just takes a clock together. off the wall and then it's like, oh, this is all I need. <laughs> Would the machine from Big uh, be able to make them back to size, normal size? Do you think? the machine from big. i haven't seen big <laughs> no. andy i mean i would think so <laughs> i did really like the gag at the end where russ the other dad volunteers to be the live experiment uh-huh. before blowing up the kids when they shrink him and bring him back all of a sudden his hat's like too big yeah <laughs> he's like wait that's a minute fantastic. did i go back to full size that's like really funny. that was a really good little <laughs> subtle joke yeah <laughs> so many little which, touches yeah which what i brought what i brought up earlier um the the dad the neighbor dad talks to his son about like bulking up so it's kind of like a <laughs> yeah. funny joke it's not exactly a callback but it 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it it brings it all, ties Could it all together play in, on a, that, in yeah. a funny way. The two kids, the littlest kids, do get shrunk first, but it's off camera, and then immediately the other two kids get shrunk. So they all are shrunk at the same time. Yeah, they yeah. go. But the, it's like so the first two kids go up happens. to get the baseball that went through the window, and then the second two go up looking for the first two, and yeah, all get shrunk almost within minutes of each other because that machine's just going crazy. It's like Tron, where it just starts, you know digitizing people so and 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 rick moranis basically figures out that the kids were shrunk based on the baseball being in the attic the window being shattered and he steps on the chair and finds the couch the chair he also yeah. finds a baseball bat in the backyard <laughs> oh yeah and that's like what nick would never play off. baseball he's like that's when he gets it like that's the exact moment baseball. yeah and realizes it works we forgot that the kids split up they pair off for a little bit of the movie mm-hmm. after the bumblebee scene the, yeah because the, the eldest and the youngest neighbor kid, kid yeah and tries to save the nerdy away. kid but on the bumblebee and so the girl walks around with the other kid but they meet up back up pretty quick yeah the most like fantastic part of the whole movie is the uh the ant and the scorpion sequence man oh it's the scorpion the, looked too real yeah yeah the the it effects just so look real. fantastic really good and and it's so tragic even it, it like it's yeah, it still plays it's really a giant sad. ant where even when it starts you're supposed to be like oh my god a giant ant and then by the time that ant is gone you are like it's it's like watching like a dog die in a movie you're mm-hmm. just like no why yeah it just kind of slinks off oh, killed by the scorpion it's real sad I want I want to go to the set so bad and just yes. hang out and slide down slide down the, the grass and <laughs> get, oh my god get muddy get all gooped up yeah there's a lot of goop in this movie yeah that's true when she falls in the goop and she's all gooped up and then the the sun comes comes over to like ungoop her yeah she's just really gooped and they cpr and he gets all like they go goop to goop they do not cpr all he does is make out with her unconscious corpse yeah he never even like he never no chest compressions yeah some some Impressions. He never does that nope. at all. He, all he does is breathe in her mouth, which all they don't even do anymore. Is just like breathing the liquid further down, <laughs> and then she just coughs it up. And he's like, "Well, look at that. I saved her." Not enough CPR in uh, movies nowadays. We had the Sandlot. We had it in the Abyss. There's yeah. some early '90s, late '80s. CPR was a big, uh, a big moment back for then. Yeah. The movie. I realize. So you asked that question during yeah. uh, the movie, and I said choke, but choke is all about the Heimlich maneuver, not CPR <laughs> at all. It would be. It would not work. Probably. Maybe you could. Sh- and breathe the food back down into the mouth <laughs> somehow. I mean, you got to eat every little bit. Oh, man. Maybe the CPR will force it down. <laughs> uh, the police were briefly involved. The neighbors police were called involved. them. Yeah. That, that, for for they, a quick second. They yes. don't have any dialogue. You're they right. Well, they, they were pretty funny on their own because they're just sort of like, uh huh. Uh huh. Like taking the statement. And then yeah, they're, like, they're totally worthless. <laughs> yeah. They were a good gag. These police were ineffective. But, yeah, they were not. What happens if the kids really did run away? What would happen then? These police They'd be like, well, so they've bad. run away and you're kidless now. Maybe you should have been better parents. And then they leave forever. <laughs> yeah, that's the job of... Oh, wait a second. They're like, look, sir, we have criminals to catch. So this movie came out the same weekend as Batman. Ooh. And it is said that it did so well because Batman was selling out across the country. So people were just mm-hmm. buying tickets for. This so yeah, movie people instead. would. And, well, and I think it said too that they paired this up awesome. with like something else as like a double feature almost. And but yeah, they said like so many people, all the people that went to the theaters and couldn't get tickets to see Batman went to see this, and that's yeah, it sold that, really that's good. That's why it did so well. So any movie that would have came out the same weekend as Batman would have done awesome. But just happened to be Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, just. But this is it was so a really so good movie. it it pretty much like held its own from uh, a movie that was easily going to make a ton of money mm-hmm. yeah 
Like even if it if it was on its own like weekend where it was like the main feature, it would have done really really well. But you know, expecting that it was up against Batman, I guess you were expect you you were anticipating that it was. Um, yeah, I mean, if you release it right at the same like time as something movie. like that that you know is gonna blow up, <clears throat> it's it's you get worried that your movie's just gonna get crushed by the hype for the other movie. But this one, I yeah. worked. I guess it just doesn't happen anymore where that's the case. If something sold out, you just don't go to the theater. Yeah, like, a, like yeah. When, you, when you spent all this time back in '89 to like get dressed up and go see a movie, or like, well, the fact that you had to like, there. like, you, I guess you could, like, you used to be able to like check the papers to see what times the movies were playing. But I bet a lot of people just went to the theaters and just picked a movie. And you can't like, yeah, you don't buy the tickets early back then. You had to buy them at the place when you went to see it. Now, like now, where I can like buy them on my phone three days <laughs> in advance or something. Right. So. And you wouldn't just, you know, if something was sold out, you wouldn't buy the next thing. You would just pick another day for that movie. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. But if you've already gone to the theater, you're like, I'm already here. I might as well see a movie. Might as well go see Honey, I Shrunk Those Kids. And it was the right choice. It was a great movie. Grammatically incorrect. It's supposed to be Honey, I Shrank the Kids. (laughs) Shrank. Yeah. Yeah? It's true. It's a grammatically wrong movie title. Nice. As soon as this movie started, I was really, I was loving it, and I loved it all the way through. I would watch this again in a heartbeat, no problems. <laughs> I, I, I would say that the ending is a little bit rushed. And, yeah. And they get on that dog really fast, and like they could have just done that. Right That's the true. Beginning. They get from like they get from yeah, backyard to like in discovered and unshrunk in like no time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only one little hiccup where they have to figure out that the baseball was the cause to mm-hmm. make them bigger. Mm-hmm. But other than that. It's just easy sailing. Yeah. The movie never lets down. But, uh, I, yeah, I would agree. If it had, like, maybe, you know, five, ten more minutes added to it of just, like, some more yeah, fun sequences. Ten, yeah, yeah, ten more minutes of them, like, the having ending. to overcome one more thing. There's lots or... of stuff in the kitchen that could have been fun to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they even do it in the intro. Maybe that's, like, scenes that got cut, like, ideas. Oh, ideas? The, in the beginning uh cartoon they're getting uh there's like the vacuum cleaners running dustbuster they a fan and a typewriter and yeah all sorts of stuff i can imagine like the only thing that really held this movie back was maybe budget or like Mm, i'm sure with the sets like with the sets they had to make i'm sure like that plus like they did there was limited blue screen effects and i mean back then that was like pretty big deal so Stuart gordon was set to direct this film he also directed uh reanimator which was a big movie Ooh, yeah Brian Yuzna was also a writer and works with Stuart Gordon a lot. But Stuart Gordon got sick, and Joe Johnston got the call, and Joe Johnston saw the script and said that he could cut some stuff for budget. And I guess those were some of the scenes that possibly would have been cut. Mm, okay. Mm. But Joe Johnston made Jumanji, so. Yeah. In October Can Sky. Make Zuthera? Zuthera? No, Zuthera? That was, that, was that was John Favreau. John Favreau? <laughs> John Favreau. Ooh. John Favreau. Is he the guy that made those, um, he made those, like, superhero movies? He made the Metal Dude, the metal dude movies? Got, he made um, them Iron Mans, the I metal think. Dudes. Oh, he made one, two, He made Mr. Mis- Mr. Iron, Iron Guy. I'm Mr. Ironside. <laughs> I am Iron Guy. <laughs> Here I am, and I got a lot of iron on me. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. Iron Guy? <laughs> it's just like some dude with just some scrap. <laughs> but it, would, it would be like uh, Shaq and what, Steel? Is that, yeah. Is that what the movie's called? Yeah, it's called Steel. Yeah. It's not Blue Steel or Blue Streak. Or whatever you. Uh, so I think if Stuart Gordon would have directed this film, I think he would have had Joe Johnson's career. It makes me feel a little, little sad because 
He only made a couple of like really obscure <laughs> movies in the mm. '90s, like uh, Fortress was sweet, and uh, the Robot Jocks movie, which also has a scorpion in it that I mentioned during the. Yeah, I haven't heard movie. of those. Yeah, mm. he, did, he did a lot of weird movies. That Stuart Gordon, but I like him. He's one of my favorite directors. Hmm. Glad to see you had a part in Honey, I Shrunk Them Kids. Hmm. Honey, I shrank. Honey, I gone down shrunk them kids. <laughs> honey, so, honey, I bought. So some when is the all female version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids coming out? <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta call up Melissa McCarthy, see if yep. she's available. <laughs> She'd be a call, good. Call Jenny is. McCarthy even. Jen- <laughs> anyone, anyone with the last name McCarthy, let's get him on the phone. <laughs> The McCarthy hearings could play a part in this. <laughs> it is so good. It is. It's really good. It held up really well. Here, I have an idea. To, why don't you, on all you listeners out there on Twitter, oh, here we go. We had this discussion during the movie. What is your favorite Rick Moranis movie? Yeah, we were pretty divided. Number one. Yeah. We were really and divided on this one. What's your favorite Rick Moranis role? Yes, two parter. Favorite movie so what, that he's favorite in. Favorite movie that he's in. And then what you think his best performance is? Or yeah. just your favorite? Best performance. Okay. Best performance? Yeah. Yeah. Is, a lot of, is there any My Blue Heaven fans out there? Oh, I love that movie. Let's, that movie's great. Let's see what's going to happen with it. <laughs> that movie's fantastic. Look, it's going to be Spaceballs. You guys all have to know this. Someone out there is going to say, Honey, we shrunk ourselves. <laughs> no one's going to say, Honey, I blew up the kid. Oh, no. Was so, he a voice in an animated film recently? What was his last... I don't know. Open how open season? Was he in open season? I don't know. I, don't I can know consult uh He should have been in Toy Story, I think. Ooh, that would have been a good would have been a good cast. Yeah, it would have been a good one in Toy Story, I think. I don't know who, but he could have made a toy. Yeah, any of them. Mr. Nerd Boy, the toy. <laughs> the boy toy. Oh. Oh, that's a different Toy Story. But um mine is is Little Shop of Horrors is his best role and then ghostbusters is just the best movie because he who brought the dog he's got so many great like one-liners and bits in that movie <laughs> but i think he I mean he's from start to finish he's in little shop of horrors and he kills it for the, the entire time the movie's going i got your answer brad here we go brother bear brother oh, bear that's brother the one and brother bear too of. Oh, oh of course brother bear both too. brother bears did you watch i am a blind spot to that canadian uh strange brew yeah I'm not, it's I'm not a, good. No, you don't like Strange Brew? No. <laughs> I can't even finish the sentence before you interrupt me. That's how, that's how much you don't like Strange Brew. It's not good. Was SCTV? Did you watch a lot of SCTV? Uh, no, I didn't, actually. Oh, great. We, we're awful Rick Moranis fans, I guess. Terrible. We only know him from films and not any of his television work. We know him from the things that were relevant when we were kids, though. Which is when, I mean, he Which was is most prolific. Ghostbusters, yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like, these mm-hmm. are important to us. He's just the perfect nerd nerd mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. Just a good, wacky guy. Who's, who's filling that Although, role it's like we said, for the, the guy who plays Russ is like a really good discount yeah. Jim Carrey. Like, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think so Jim good. Carrey saw this and was like, I got to model my acting I, career. I would this buy guy. that. <laughs> like, it was really, yeah. really good. He was fun. He's like just watch the movie again just to watch Just to watch the Russ. dad. Yeah, yeah Russ pay attention is so to all good. the little things he does. He does he does a lot of hand motions. Mm-hmm. He's always moving around or doing something funny. Yep. Even when he gets shrunk for like the three seconds of the movie, he's like falling off of a chest. <laughs> yes. He's like really milking a scene. It's really good. Every little thing he does is like is it's goofy but also very deliberate and really funny. Yeah, you you cracked up when he was lifting that weight. <laughs> oh my you, god you got really destroyed funny. by that i don't know why <laughs> it was but you so really, good yeah. it was barely any weight too <laughs> it was so good really good 
One correction, that song was not Powerhouse, but it was a James Horner song. Be sure to hashtag MyRickMoranis on Twitter and Facebook. Let us know what your favorite Rick Moranis movies are. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can also get in contact with us through email, whatrememberpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for letting us know you're out there. Join us on our next episode when we talk about Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Yeah, Mom, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift (laughs) he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever, (laughs) mischievous. What's going on here? And dangerous. Gremlins, huh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where do they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands. Directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you.